to sell some of them. You're wasting all your time and money on models. Paint what you have. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Model Club TV episode 12. <laughs> He's laughing at me. What a jerk. You're like staring into the camera so intently like you never do, but that's okay. Go ahead. Hey, that's a, I, we'll give it a try. Maybe it's a better opening. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Model Club TV. Where's your 12? Did you do your 12? I didn't I do my 12. Look stupid. We thought it was Roman numerals. So oh, yeah. we didn't... It didn't work. Anyway, uh, Scott, how are you? Good. Episode 12, The Dirty Dozen. Dude, I can't. We, that's, that's a lot. <laughs> I can't believe we made it this far. Um, I was thinking it's most podcasts and all this stuff do like an end of the year roundup kind of show. And I didn't even think about that until like 20 minutes before we started recording today. So I think like next year, what would be cool to do is do like a best of show, like best kits of the year, maybe. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Tough? You're assuming I'll still be on board. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. I oh. hate you. Um, uh, something we have like the that. christmas tree though we have we the christmas, have christmas episode tree. see i'm decorated nice so my wife kept um bringing christmas decorations in here and laying them on the desk over here on this side like to get rid of them or to hide them or oh, to no, like decorate she thought i room. might like it decorated in here <laughs> so the first was the charlie brown christmas tree but i don't really have room for it because um you can't see it but right over here is my laptop and then my other monitor so there's not really room here so I said, no, that's too big. It'll get in my way, I, you know. And um, so then she brings this little Snoopy ornament that I just hung up on the knob of my thing. So I'm like, okay, that'll make her happy. I'll put something up. And I come in the next day, and this Christmas tree is <laughs> on my desk. And I'm like, and what's funny is she had put that outside. And I said, if you put that outside, it's going to get broken. Too and, um, so, I uh, so she brought it, and I was like, gonna take it back out to her but i set it up on the printer there and i said oh you know what that'll look nice on the um it does Christmas. look nice it looks very festive festive um my go. whole house is like that like a blow mold just appears here then another <laughs> blow mold appears over there and they're not outside i'm trying to talk quietly so i don't get yelled at from upstairs and then there's a vintage display now instead of a christmas tree there's all this yeah it's good times and it's the exact opposite of what my house used to look like a long time ago. But anyway, I digress. So next year, uh, we need a list, best of list. So I did get in this Facebook group that I wanted to talk about real quick. And I'm like really bad at joining groups lately. Um, and then this week, I just saw a bunch that were suggested to me. And I just joined them. Just joined them, joined them, joined them. And one of them is the Garage Kit Compendium. And it almost feels like it replaces Buck's Buckwheat site. Because it's just picture, who made it, information, done. Uh, so it's pretty cool. So on Facebook, check that one out. Um, and that might come in handy next year if we do a top 10 kits of the year. Um, but I want to do something like that. Or the dumbest moments on this stupid podcast we do, which might be like... Could happen right it now. It could be the whole thing, like like 10 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> entire episode. Yeah, people um, would be, I can't watch 24 <laughs> hours of that. <laughs> Uh, oh, wait. Oh, I also did get a cool email that from, from YouTube, and it just did our stats for the year so far. It was like an end-of-the-year co compilation of stats. Um, maybe I'll bring that up later in the show, but uh, 
just some nuts and bolts things. Uh, we this episode we had planned to have Terry and David on. We're still waiting for them to get some stuff together on their end, and we just couldn't wait any longer. So that's why this one's a little bit late. It normally would have come out today when we're recording this, and it probably won't come out. Actually, it would have came out four days ago. Uh, but we are waiting for them, and we're still waiting for them because there's some magazine announcements we want them to go over. So Terry and David will be on as soon as they can, and we'll do that when we can. Okay. What other nuts and bolts do we have? There was something else. We're boring people already. Uh, Wonderfest, what do you think? I heard today, and again, it's, you know, I heard on the news, so who knows. Um, but I did hear one doctor said they should have enough vaccines by G- have everyone vaccinated by June. So that'd be cool. If that's the case and the vaccination starts to knock the numbers down combined with whatever else, then, um, yeah, uh, I, I think hopefully we'll be okay. I know you mentioned a convention that was canceled. Correct? Yeah, I just, uh, Adepticon and I had talked to somebody yesterday about it that knows the organizers. And they kind of had the same thing happen that Wonderfest did. They were almost completely wiped out by closing, by having to cancel. Like they weren't going to be able to put the show on if people mm-hmm. didn't kind of donate their money and keep it going. So they just canceled again for this year, which allowed them to kind of roll some more money over instead of losing money again two years in a row. So I don't know. I hope it goes well for shows. I just. The other thing is, are people going to want to travel? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I don't know. I hope it happens. And that's coming up. Speaking of which, when moving things earlier, I found an old Wonderfest program. I know you said you had this one. This is one you have signed, right? Yes, I have that signed by um, Jason Walker. <laughs> and no, You dummy. Kidding. Um, <laughs> I have that signed by uh, Ray Harryhausen, and um, but that's a, it's got a cool monster scene thing in there. It's got all the guests. I mean, it's it's a great walk down memory lane from 1996. Even model kit prices, it's pretty crazy. But I was just moving some magazine rounds. I'm like, oh, we're about to record. Put that on there. Well, if I remember, didn't they used to give you a little goodie bag when you walked in the yeah. door? Like, remember the yeah, days of yeah, the goodie yeah, bag? Yeah, yeah. Now it's here's your badge and here's your badge. Have fun. And everything he wants over in that table. <laughs> and if it's cool, someone will grab the whole pile of them and you'll never see it. So. I, I've never done that. Never done that. But um, yeah, but that's okay. You know what? That stuff started to take up room as yeah. well. So I do have the um, flyer. I won the name the mascot contest and I got named in, um, or they named her in the flyer or something. I forgot if they mentioned me in the flyer or something. But, Wait, uh, what? You named the mascot? I named the mascot. Yeah, I got a uh, free, uh, I think, I don't know if it was the whole weekend. Wait. I think so, for a hotel, yeah. What mascot? The little dinosaur, the little pterodactyl. Oh, I thought you were talking about that puppet they used to have. No, this Nestor was the after Wonder the Fester. puppet. Oh, okay. Um, that was a little, um, like, pterodactyl, Dimorphodon. So my name was Dimorphodonna. There, the puppet. That's me there's getting an award. That was there's Nestor. The, yeah, yes. Nestor the Wonderfester. I had correct. this picture sitting there. And there's Bob Burns giving me my stupid yeah. award. Look at my long hair. Look how luxurious it was. No, um, I don't want... Wait, go back to the 
picture, please. That's you, really? Because I was just kidding. I was going to say, that's a nice dress you had on there. <laughs> that's a flannel title. I hate you. All right. Okay, look at it again. <laughs> it does kind of look like a dress. It's a flannel. It was Not the that 90s. there's anything wrong with that. Okay. I have, I have worn skirts, though. Not surprising, I'll bet. <laughs> no, it's really not. Pants are overrated. This Skirts Keep are awesome. Up. I'm not even kidding. I understand the kilt. After wearing a skirt in my goth days a couple times, slightly Hellraiser looking, like that kind of stuff. Um, this is going to get, I am going to get tore up for this. I need this to is going to be great. Oh, yeah. man. Phil, are you listening? Phil, Phil, Phil yes. <laughs> Anybody. Oh, man. So today's episode, uh, since Terry and Dave weren't here, we don't have a topic. It is going to be a just kind of news and reviews kind of show. I think the other thing about December episodes from here forward, we may only do one because I forgot there's a holiday involved and people go places. And so we'll try and get another one in this month if other stuff happens, but we'll see. It's going to be tough. I'm leaving for a week. I'm we'll going try to somewhere. make this one quick. Yeah, we'll try and make this one fast. Maybe I'll so, just record on my own without you. See how that goes. Yeah, I would like to see how that goes, actually. <laughs> I, I would. I'd love to see how that goes, because you're expendable. I know, I know you are. You're trying to get rid of me. One of these days, I'm going to get murdered in my sleep, and it'll be you. And the last and thing I see will be your grinning. Me and Jamie. Uh, anyway, so uh, news and reviews kind of time. We're going to start off with, again, another sad news item. Uh, Charles Kibbe passed away from COVID this week, and I think I met him once. I know his face. Uh, I know a lot of people do know him very well, and a lot of people are pretty upset by it. So, uh, sucks. Uh, more of us leaving again. And condolences to his family. Condolences to the hobby. And it's just one another voice you won't hear at Wonderfest. And sucks and yeah and there was a um there was a gofundme page i, I don't know if it's still up or not um, okay if we can, if it is still up and we can get it we'll throw it in the comments but below. there was a gofundme page for his family uh to help pay bills and stuff while he was hospitalized um and i know i had given something prior um you know to his passing so yeah uh really sad um he was yeah. i know he was a moderator over on jesse's board but, you know, he was, you never really heard him say or do much as far as outwardly. So he was probably pretty good at it. Because, yeah. Um, yep. You know, well, you know, so I don't know much. I, I'm like you, I knew the face and I, you know. It's fun. And, you know, and like, it's kind of, and again, it's one of those weird things, how the hobby kind of is. There's your little pockets of people and you mm -hmm. kind of, and you kind of see people. And you don't talk to those people. You talk to this little group of people and then you just kind of know them from seeing them around. So it's yeah. Sad day as always. We actually, we had a, somebody we know pass away this week too from it. So it's been, it's been uh sucky, but we'll get through it. Um, to lighten the mood, we are going to do our giveaway. Dun, dun, dun. Our second giveaway. Second giveaway. Did so you ever hear is... from Roger? Did you ever hear back from Roger? No. Okay, Roger. Not that I think I hope he got watching. it. I hope he got it. Unless I missed an email, but I don't think I did. Um, I want to see that Pennywise painted. I definitely do. Um, 
this is our kit from Troy, the House of Wax kit. Uh, we did a lot of entries, and I got something better than an envelope. So wow. here we go. Was it an envelope or was it a baggie last time? <laughs> it was a baggie. Uh, so here we go. Not looking. I have it. And the winner is. The winner is 387005. Lee Atkinson is our winner of the House of Wax kit. And so no one thinks I'm lying. There's Lee Atkinson's name. We'll get that off to you this week before I leave town for a bit. So congratulations. That's great. And thank you, Troy. Uh, and Shadow Creations for that kit to give away. And that's how did your way, Lee. Um, what do we do with Larry's giveaway? Um, we give it away. Do we just pull out of that? No, because there were people waiting that, um, like, I know Trevor wants that uh wants the biomite okay so, so we're gonna we go. do it the same way same way uh to modelclubtv at gmail.com send us a email for the biolante giveaway from brackney from larry brackney again check him out on instagram he's got some cool stuff on there but we'll do that this episode and give that away next time so yep new entries for that one where oh, where is it where is Hold, it please you lose it if you lost mine Wow, what a great shot of the back of your head. I hope you I'm gonna go grab it. the painted one. Hang on. He's probably going to put his skirt on. Yeah. Cause that's what he does. And again, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Do 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 do. So what do y'all think about him calling the Beatles overrated? Got it. He'll never leave that in. That's going to be a lot to edit. <laughs> I know, especially since I was talking the whole time. Oh, I hate you. Good. I can't wait to see what you said. Probably. F <laughs> anyway, Larry's Biolante. So here we go. The 3D printed one. I got it. This is the painted one going to Scott. But we'll send that one out to our lucky winner this time. Again, at Model Club TV. No, modelclubtv at gmail.com. Send us an email. I'm out of breath from running upstairs. Okay. Probably would have been better if you had your skirt on. Yes, it would have. Probably. <laughs> All right. As far as reviews go, this episode, we're going to just, you know, a lot of stuff we've seen this week. Hey, we uh, talked a while back about Star Wars Squadrons, the game. How you doing? You got it, you told I, no, me. No, I haven't even touched it. Are you um, serious? No, I just got so frustrated with the damn thing. It's hard. That, uh, I, I couldn't pilot it at all. So, so a friend of mine said the same exact thing. So here's the thing. You're playing with controller, right? Yep. I'm playing with a joystick and a throttle. So it makes it, like, I think it's a lot. For me, personally, just because I've been playing that kind of game forever, it's a lot easier, like, you're actually flying the thing. But... Mm -hmm. Please stick with it. It's pretty good. I'd like to. We need to do a uh, live stream pilot. The two of us play that would that be great. Game and that get that on there and record it. But yeah, so Star Wars Squadron. Um, so let's go on to other news and stuff. We uh, Resin Maniacs. They're uh, let me pull that up. Resin Maniacs Ultimate Bus Contest is coming up. I think they pushed back their other contest they were doing. Uh, but the Ultimate Bus Contest is still happening. 
I think you have to have your entries in by, I think, the 24th of December. So head over to Raisin Maniacs and check that out if you're doing that. Raisin Maniacs? Raisin. Resin Maniacs. Okay, Resin Maniacs. Resin Maniacs. Raisin Raisin Maniacs is what I do with my trail mix. (laughs) That's a whole different... (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But, uh, yeah, and that's a beautiful uh, bust. Yeah, it's a cool bust. It really is. Uh, What else? Um, Also, I, I think Blackheart and I know Cult TV Man... I'm trying to think if there were some others. Um, there are some people running some random holiday sales. So um if you're looking for garage kits for gifts um for your family to get you. Um, <laughs> yeah. Don't buy your wife one. Oh, and also on news. Here we'll call this news, I guess. Okay. Um, I did get my ah. your army uh exclusive access. Does everyone see that? Exclusive Excellent. access. Okay. Um so I talked to those guys and I found out January 1st, they are going to um, open it up again for membership and for another 200 openings, if they get that many. Um, I don't mean that sarcastically. I just mean, you know, if there's that many people who still want to join. And I was told there's going to be 10 random gold cards. And if you receive one of the gold cards, you will be able to get a discount, I believe, on the next Jaeger Classic that Jeff um, releases um, from John. You know, one of John's kits. And then I think there's also going to be 10 silver cards as well, like chase cards. So um, that's... Oh, uh, cool. So like Willy Wonka stuff. If I screwed that up at all, I'll, I'll fix it on the next episode. <laughs> but, yeah. In the corrections segment. Uh, In the corrections. Did you have anything else you wanted to announce about that? Um, yes, on December 25th, Christmas Day. This is a relevant day. That's all I can say. There's, Jeff's going to post pictures um, of his next release through Gilman Productions, and it will also probably be on the figure model kit group um, that Paul runs as well um, on Christmas Day. So uh, cool. Check that out. Very and cool. uh, I know what it is, and it sounds um, cool. So we'll see. How do you know? Because I'm the talent. <laughs> <laughs> because I talk to people. And you yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> so it's all cold, anyway. hard truth. Hermit Jason. <laughs> cold, hard truth. <laughs> You're right. All right. <laughs> all right. Enough said. So check that out on December 25th, Christmas. New announcement. Jaeger Army. Jaeger Army. Cool. Yep. Uh, do you see any movies? Because I saw one. Saw a couple things. I've uh, nothing worth sharing. I, I watched a few Christmas movies with the wife. Um, did you watch Fat Man? No. <sighs> what did I watch? It was uh, with Ryan Reynolds and uh, Anna Ferris. Was oh, he's a hunk. Note. He's one of those hunks. Was it Love Actually or something? I don't know. She was like this rock star and he was her agent. And there was a scene where she was all messed up on painkillers and she was eating toothpaste. <laughs> and she like tries to lick him into toothpaste is pouring out of her mouth. So, you know, the, I don't know. It was, you know. All right. It was a uh, romantic comedy chick flick, but, you know. Sometimes gotta, you got to do that. Sometimes you got to do that. And um, the wife's on her annual watch every version of Christmas Carol she can. 
And she's already watched two of my favorites without me, which is the Patrick Stewart one and the George C. Scott one. Um, uh, Christmas Carol's so, good. Uh, my favorite version, and this kind of doesn't fit. It does fit. Is Scrooged with Bill Murray. I love that movie and cry. Now she said today about that movie, and I said I'm not watching that because it's another stupid Bill Murray. No, movie. no, 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 no. It's good. I love that movie. Which you know what? We could bring this up. We we're going to save this a little bit till later. Uh, John Dennett has a. He's got that really cool line of bus going. Uh, with like Wizard of Oz and a bunch of other stuff. So, if you're if you're in for some really cool bus from John Dennett, he's got a really good line. Uh, but his Bob Cratchit just came out, and it looks pretty good. I have some pictures here. Also, uh, our old our old pal Charlie Robson, has, oh, the ex president. Yeah, I I think Charlie's disappeared off our tongues for a while. I haven't gotten an email, but. I was scrolling around looking at stuff and I came across this buildup that Charlie did and it is really cool. It's uh Jacob Marley and he lit the eyes and added some real cloth around his head and chain and stuff. That is a really cool buildup, Charlie. And we're going to share it here. Cause I think it's, I think a lot more people need to see it. It's really cool. But Charlie, we miss you. Man. It is. Um, yeah. I remember when Charlie used to talk good about us. Now he doesn't, Yeah, you know, We've escaped his lips, you know. <laughs> he keeps blaming the kid too. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. So, my kids. And the kid likes model club. I know it. So all you gotta do is like put a bottle in the crib, right? And they're good for like a couple of days. That's how that works. Yeah, and a couple episodes of the model club. Who won't sleep through that? <laughs> exactly. Okay. But yeah, Charlie, great job on this kit. I that's it's really cool. Should we backtrack to now or the movies you've seen or, Yeah, or so whatever? we're gonna go back to movies because that was uh it fits movies because yeah, you got a little off subject there. But I did. That's okay. That's okay. Um, I saw Underwater finally. Have you heard of that? I know you haven't seen it, but have you heard of it? No. No, man. So what is this? <laughs> it's what, what is, this, what this brings this me to another topic. The reason I finally saw it is that I signed up for HBO Max finally. Reason being. I heard they're going to be releasing all of the WB movies that were supposed to come out at the theater this year are going to be coming out between now, starting with the new Wonder Woman movie on Christmas Day, and then King Kong versus Godzilla, Dune, the new Matrix movie. Like all the movies they had slated for the theater are now coming out on HBO Max for like a weekend or something. And then they go to the theaters exclusively and then come back to streaming later. And you know my my track record with the movie theater, so I was like, I'm in. If I have to, if I can watch King Kong vs. Godzilla at home and not have to worry about it, so um, you can if they show those, you can DVR them probably, right? And watch them. No, because it's not through your cable. It's through it's through that app. Oh, you got to stream it specifically. Yeah, got to stream it. So, although I did sign up through Comcast. Um, you still have to sign up for the app. They don't have a direct app through Comcast yet, which is our cable provider. Um, but there's a lot of good stuff on there. Um, I'm getting caught up on Westworld again. And what is it? $16.99? $12.99? What was it's, it? Yeah, it's like $16. It's 15 Yeah, it's 15 a month. for Yeah. Um, if you get it by itself, I think there's a discount if you pay in advance. But Well, you know... Three hundred dollars a month I pay to Comcast now is. I know enough. what the heck. Me too. All right, this turned a bitching episode, but 
Uh, so far, it's worth it. Like, I there is a ton of cool stuff. I'm getting caught up on uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, which I've been, I've missed since I got rid of HBO, and a bunch of other stuff. But Underwater was on there, and Underwater is a pretty good movie. Um, it's like something my wife would like. Yeah, it's that's a monster movie. Underwater. There's a really cool kind of twist in there for I don't want to give it away. <laughs> uh, I think people ever everyone kind of knows already at the end what it is um but there's a pretty famous monster in that movie and kristen stewart's in it i know she's not on my team but i love her she's pretty smoking hot i don't know you do wear skirts <laughs> i know oh uh, you're you suck um she actually looks just like an ex-girlfriend of mine like in there which is kind of was kind of creepy watching it but i'm just gonna let that go yeah i'm not gonna i gotta say that softly too hopefully i don't think she watches this anymore Man, so you've I think been we're getting good. beat at home haven't you i mean you've been getting your ass beat haven't you I know. you are so, like really scared tonight i am i'll say whatever i want i'll yell right now i got to call my wife out right now and <laughs> hey i'm gonna come in there and whoop your ass <laughs> and yeah. scene bullet to the back of home. <laughs> yeah there you go so yeah but but in terms of like kit potential there are some really cool monsters in there the suits, the underwater dive suits that they wear are really, really cool. Like they look a lot like the original alien suit with the helmet, with the like real big helmet, glass helmet part and real mechanical kind of looking. Um, there's some cool stuff in that movie and definitely worth checking out. Not, I mean, it's a great B monster movie. Like just, it just is. Um, other than that, I just saw some other, like, like I said, catching up on Westworld and, some other things but oh King what we do in the... versus godzilla there's a trailer out there yeah so they didn't put a trailer out i wanted to show you the pictures because i know you're a hater of all things um they released two pictures from the upcoming godzilla versus king kong so the first one's godzilla and it's him swimming underwater and the second one is king kong uh king kong but if you notice the thing about kong picture if you look at it close i didn't notice it till i put this together He's wearing a collar. He's got a metal collar on. Well, yeah, because if you have a giant ape um, in certain states, you have to have him vaccinated. That's true. Yeah, true. So I thought that was kind of neat. And the other thing someone mentioned on, I saw on one of the boards. The other thing I noticed on one of the boards is uh, it looks like Tony McVeigh's, his uh, King Kong bust a little bit. And that's, I, did you see Skull Island? I did. Did you hate it? Being the Kong person, the like, okay. Well, first of all, to me, it's not King Kong. Okay, it, King Kong is King Kong, and this was a giant ape movie that could have been Predator. It could have been anything else. Okay, um, it was watchable. I remember I stayed awake through the whole thing. Um, I remember more from that than I did that Godzilla movie. Uh, that last Godzilla movie. Wait, King the first the one. No, the second one. The second the, one? Okay. Yeah, and the second one, visually, the Godzilla movie was cool. But, yeah. Uh, again, another horrible story. Yeah, but I mean, that's... That's what Godzilla that's is. That's kind of Godzilla, right? I mean, yeah, the story's kind of dumb, but it's Godzilla. Yeah, and, take that trotch or trock or track or whatever. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay. All right. Um, but I really... I like Skull Island, so I'm kind of excited to see what they do with that. I like my King Kong old-looking and like mangled like a bit like that's when you remember when king kong the 
the pre-paints for the Peter Jackson movie came out. Mm -hmm. They looked different than what was in the movie. They looked old. Like you can go back and look at that, the production and those things. And they look completely different than the gorilla ape that was in the, the final film. And this reminds me more of that kind of just your lonely old kind of mean, angry. <laughs> I do like this ape better than the Jackson ape. Yeah, definitely. Because it's not. Yeah. It, yeah. It's an ape, but it, it doesn't have the characteristics of a real ape. Yeah. Okay. Which the original King Kong didn't look like a real ape. Right. Okay. Exactly. There was something yeah, different man. about it. That 76 debacle didn't even look real. Okay, so <laughs> but, but I'm and again I think we talked about this before. Here Me we come go. like as a kid, I was what year did that come out? 70, 77, 77 or 77. I was three. So to me that was like, oh my god, there's that looked real, but I was a kid. So um watch oh, it again. I no, I have. <laughs> um I have other I have I don't want to bring it up again, but I have to. The Beatles. And, and here's what I want to bring up. And this is going to torment you. You ready? Go Peter, ahead. Peter Jackson is directing a Beatles documentary. Oh, great. Maybe <laughs> he'll get that wrong, too, just like you. <laughs> but no, but did you see that World War I movie that he did? I haven't seen it, but I want, like, the trailer the, where they took all the old footage and colorized them and made, like, a story. Uh, anyway. But no, I'm kind of... It should be okay. I'd like to see that. No, it shouldn't. It's Peter Jackson. <laughs> okay. Peter, please come on the show as a guest and just beat this guy into the ground. Yeah, whatever. And we'll talk about <laughs> Meet the Feebles. The gr <laughs> Dude, I'm not even. Not even. It's one of the best movies I've ever made. It, it, honestly. Please. To anyone who doesn't know what Meet the Feebles is, please watch that. Um, all right. Oh, we have had enough movie well, time. <laughs> well, no. Why do we have the? Let's go back to music. Why do we have the Beatles uh, up? Um, just wondering. Did you? Uh, how was your feedback on that? You know, other uh, yeah, than the I've, Iron I've Maiden. been getting roasted pretty well. Other than the Iron Maiden fans, <laughs> I've been getting roasted pretty well. Um, and again, I don't think they're bad. <laughs> I just don't. But oh, someone else emailed me. Actually, texted it because we were talking about Iron Maiden. Some oh no. I got to look it up with all that music talk while we were talking about it. We were talking about Iron Maiden and some other stuff. Um, someone, my friend Jim messaged me a, a video of Christopher Lee's metal band that I had never seen before God. called Charlemagne. I'll throw up a picture of the band. It's very Iron Maiden -y sounding and everybody check it out. Charlemagne, Christopher Lee metal. You can't go wrong. Really? You can't. So that's our music moment, our movie yeah. moment. Anything well, no, else? I, I got one more music moment. Too, uh oh. And that is um, I, I, I know uh, Jamie lost someone uh, close to her that had given her some albums. And uh, she mentioned how great it was that one of the albums she got was Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon, which brings us back to the iconic piece of music that you'd never heard of before. I have okay. Pink Floyd stuff so hanging at least in Jamie my house upstairs. Has some taste in music. Okay. Jamie, turn it up. Jamie, at least you have taste in music. 
Okay. She does. She has decent taste. Sometimes. Yeah. Although the All in the Family record, I, I'd love to hear I bought that. that for her. I bought that for her. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I went looking on eBay at that. Because I was like, what is that? And it turns out there were two of them. Yeah, so that's what's funny yep, about it. There were. Uh, I got that at... Uh, we brought we brought the store up before. I got it at the disc uh, disc disc exchange. What is that? Careful, careful. Yeah. <laughs> disc, the, Don't say the, it wrong. The disc exchange in yeah, Orleans. Disc exchange, I got it over there. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> they sell vinyl, so I got I picked that yeah. up in there. That's where I found the skirt. it. <laughs> anyway, all right, on to some kits. Okay. Uh, for our kids. news and reviews, um, one of the ones I saw this week was from Kent Kidwell. Actually, I saw it last episode but he only had videos of it and it's his new frankenstein's monster and i thought it looked pretty cool i think it's one fifth scale pretty big um i like the textures in there i like that it's a little rough um mm-hmm. i think that would it works well with some of my painting style that i've been trying to work on a bit um a little rougher paint job and kind of texturing the paint a bit and but i think it's a pretty cool piece well, of course, you know, me being the. Um, and this is why I brought it to you, because I, I wanted you to tell me what's wrong with it. So <laughs> what I see in this is a lot of elements of different. Um, you know, depending on the view you look at, you know, it's definitely got a Karloff look. Um, the forehead, the two clamps are just from the test makeup. Those were never in the movie. OK, I think there's one or two stills that were from the test makeup. Um, wait, really? I didn't. But, uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, but when you look at it from the side, it almost kind of has like the the brow is almost over exaggerated a little bit, and almost has a uh, Glenn Strange feel to it. So it's kind of like to me, I look at it and go, "Yeah, it's definitely Karloff." Yeah, but um, you know, and it's it's like you said, the rough textures of it. It's uh, it's definitely got a cool feel. Yeah, it does have a so, cool feel to it. So, but it's kind of a mix of things, um, a little bit. But yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I like, I like like people's own version on things sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. it turned out pretty well. And then I had this sitting on the computer, but when he had put this kit out before, I I forgot to put it in the slideshow one time. So I figured this would be the best time. Uh, his Blackbeard the pirate. And if you haven't checked that out, you know if you're into pirate stuff. But I mean, there's just a cool bunch of textures to play with on there too, in terms of painting and getting some things done. Uh, it's a cool piece. I like that base too. Uh, you know, and it kind of looks like Phil. It does a little bit. <laughs> so we uh, also, another thing I saw is from Needful Things from Rob Rotundi, his upcoming uh, Regan from Exorcist. And that's a pretty cool piece. Uh, sculpted by, I got to pull Well, Zuppo. Yep. And, it's got uh, the little Pazuzu demon face up above her head. I think that comes off and it has its own separate little thing too. Or you can build it without that piece, which I think I kind of like looking at that. I might want to use that as something else and just kind of do mm-hmm. like the the black background or something and keep her separate. But it's a really cool little bust. Um, Rob puts out. What do you think's going to go on the front? A movie poster? Oh, it has. Yep. There's another picture. If you go down, there's the. It's got the movie poster that goes on the front. And on the back, there's like a Ouija board that goes there. So, yeah, that's a pretty cool piece. Um, I I like the detail on the back of the. um, Yeah. 
whatever the demon or whatever you know yep. again another movie i've never seen sorry whatever did you have something else from rob yes i had um and we did not plan this we both ended up coming to the table with rob rotundi needful things i had um i'd seen that rob is going to put out a dr fives bust that's kind of cool um got some rats and um again another movie i've never seen but i know who it is obviously it's vincent price and uh <laughs> wow and then rob also um wow. in his continuing plan of the apes line um has done a taylor bust and uh got a collar around his neck um and uh it's a good heston likeness i i like it yeah where's your messiah now moses <laughs> you know. So uh, yeah, those are nice. How do you know what scale? Oh, those are like those are big. Those are bigger than quarter, so maybe third. Okay. Yeah, cool. Those are bigger than uh, yeah. So um, yeah, got those two from Rob. So uh, what else have yeah. you seen? Uh oh, real quick though, I've asked Rob to come on the show a couple times, and he keeps telling me no. I'm gonna keep begging him. Uh. He's Rob. camera shy. Yeah, he is kind of camera shy. But you were camera shy when we started this. We'll see. Rob, come on the show. We'd love to talk to you. Oh, um, we sure would. Oh, yes, we would. <laughs> um, Rob has... I, I think we... I don't remember if we did it on Wantafest or not, but Rob has one of the best Wonderfest stories of all time. And uh, if we could get him to tell it. Uh, yeah, and I didn't hear it till later, and it, I like it I great. like cry every time I hear. Well, it. I do too. It's great. It's good. So, so we'll leave it for then. Um, what else did I see? I saw the uh, Tauntaun kit we talked about before, uh, from Stan Arts. He rekeyed the parts, retooled the parts so that they are keyed up, so that it builds a lot easier. And that's, I mean, you're a molder slash caster. That's got to be an undertaking, right? And an expensive. Yeah, I don't know like, what he did if he had to remold uh, the whole thing. Um, if he was able to cut him out of his mold somehow. Yeah, maybe. Um, that would be kind of tough, though, because you'd have to key the male and the female. Yeah. Uh, end of it. So, more if he remolded that one part, I'll have to go back and look. But if you were uh, interested in that Tauntaun, like, I really do like that Tauntaun kit. I'm just kind of low on money. And I like the dewback that he has, too. With the stormtrooper, don't you have the do bag? No, I have the one that I converted from a toy and the oh, screaming okay. uh, stormtrooper. Um, that's a, those are both really nice kits, and I think to have to go back and redo that and to do that for your customers to make it a little easier—that's a pretty pretty cool thing to do. Um, so hats off to Stan Arts. Check. I it have out. his Frankenstein bust. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, the monster. Um, I'm, I'm learning you. So I have his monster bus. That's um, really cool. It's really good. And uh, I can vouch for this guy personally. I've sent him money. And this stuff's available on Etsy, too. So I don't know if it's cheaper on Etsy, but if you get it from him on eBay, because he does sell on eBay, you're, you know, he loses that 10%. And it's like, screw eBay. Buy it direct yeah. from him if you can. Yeah, for sure. And And for those of you who haven't, I've bought some kits off Etsy, too. For it's it's smooth. Like 
for people if you're worried about doing stuff on Etsy to buy things from there, it couldn't be. I think you can even get get gift cards for there. It is an easy process on there, uh, in terms of setting up an account and getting things and and shipping. Uh, and I think there is even like tracking that comes with it and stuff. So yep. yeah, it's cool. I'm new to it, but it's worked out. Uh, Paul Connor shared a video this week of the upcoming Deja Thoris kit, um, which I've been seeing for a while now. And I really, 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 really like that piece. Um, I'm not a, like, I like my girl kits. Uh, I don't like overly exaggerated girl kits where you see with like giant boobs stuck on this or giant boobs stuck on that. Um, I like ones that look a little more natural, a little more normal and not ridiculously like gratuitous nudity. Um, Mm -hmm. and this is what this is supposed to kind of be like, it's from the story from the book and it's done tastefully and it's, it's very nice piece. And I never read the book. No, I have not. I've not read the book. I read the first book. I have all 12. I, I read the first book. I enjoyed the movie. I didn't mind it either, actually. Um, but I, yeah, I don't know. I think it was just one of those things that just didn't catch on or something happened, but I didn't think it was that bad, but I, I think this is a really cool piece and I can't wait to get one of those. I, I really, really like this. Um, they do some cool stuff. Mm -hmm. Quarantine studios does some good things. So we'll put a link up to them too, as well. Um, if I could go back to the Dennett. Yeah. Um, line there for a minute. Um, John's been around a long time. Maybe we could get John to come on too. John's a super nice guy. I think you're absolutely right. We, and, and uh, the Cratchit kit, uh, and the Marley kit, if you saw the Scrooge he did, it was perfect. It was, it just is, yeah, it's nice. And these are good characters that all you really need is busts. You don't need full figures, you know. Right. And I know we had that conversation a long time ago, but it's got that Wizard of Oz set. And um the wizard know, the that scarecrow looks dead on. Like I've seen a couple of that people have painted it and it just looks mm-hmm. just like the scarecrow. So um yeah, John's a uh good guy and um yeah, I definitely would like to have product John. and a garage kit veteran's been around longer than we have, probably. Oh yeah, for sure. So he also I mean he sculpted uh dungeons like miniatures for dungeons and dragons yes he did yep and and then i he did if you watch the first season of stranger things the demigorgon miniature they're using that's his Hmm. so we're talking like yeah i'd love i I have a list in my head of the five people i want to get on and he's one of them so one of these days i should share that list with you yeah being that i'm the one that lines up all the talent that would be a great idea because you'll notice i didn't line up Terry and Dave, and you see where we're at right now. Okay. I'm just saying. I, yes. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the next but, thing that I saw, <laughs> and, and I have no idea what this movie is, um, it's Dr. Sin Scarecrow. Yeah. And that's available through Creature Features. Um, that and, looks, that uh, looks nice. Of course, it's a uh, Jeff Yeager sculpt. So uh, pretty much one in every like three kits we show apparently has to be a Jeff Yeager sculpt. Yeah. <laughs> you know, doing our job. But yeah, that's just a really nice kit. Um, yep. 
So I have no idea what the character is. I have no idea anything about it, but it's cool looking. I got to give it that. It, it, it's cool looking. It is definitely cool looking. I, you know what? I, I'm pretty sure I know what it is, but I, I'll have to stop and look, but I don't want to say wrong things. But And um, yeah, that's all for the cool stuff I've seen. Okay, then... one more thing that I saw, and then we'll get to some of the things you bought and some of the things I bought. Um, I'm going to slaughter this name. I'm going to, I'm not even, there's a way, I just, I know I'm going to. Um, I'm afraid to even try. <laughs> Van der Muter Gert? Did I, please, somebody. Ask me. Yeah, Van, Van Muter Gert. I saw this on a couple different uh, Facebook groups. Uh, this was the Samara bust from Troy's Shadow Creations. And he just posted this this past week. Um, I thought he did a stand-up job on this thing. I love the hair, the way he greased it up, and the the eyes on it are, it just, it's perfect, I think. So I just wanted to give him a shout-out. I, I, well done. Remind well done. me, um, I'll tell a quick story. So my aunt was from the Netherlands, and towards the end of her life, I would help her make out her Christmas cards. And I would have to read these names <laughs> off to her out of her phone book. And she would just... She would say to me, what's wrong with you? You sound like you're vomiting, okay? <laughs> when I was saying these names and stuff, she was a riot. She would, but, um, yeah, so when you could, when you butchered this name, that's what that reminds me. Yeah, man, the muta good. I, yeah, man. Ooh, Please, me, email already. us and tell me the right way to say it, and I will fix it in the corrections next week or next episode. Um, no, killer, that's a killer job on there. Um, what'd you buy, Scott? What did I buy? So let's start out here. I bought the um, Phantom and Christine Jaeger Classic, originally released by Exo Facto. And it's one that I have hawed around for a long time. Um, there was even one, one of the last Wonderfest John was at. He had one of his last castings of it there. And I'm staring at it going, just buy it. Look at it. It's beautiful. And, you know, I got a lot of crap when I posted this on the Jaeger Army because I said, I'm not a Phantom fan. And when I say that, it's just, I guess I meant it more as a, in kit form, you know, there's only so much you could do with the Phantom of the Opera, you know? Yeah. And we've showed build-ups of this kit before. But, um, so I finally was able to get this from Jeff, and um, he autographed the bottom. And um, there it is. Now it's in the box downstairs. With everything else. <laughs> I was just going to say, how long was it out of the box before it went in the pile? But I will say this. The castings were good. And the dress on the Christine, you have to see it to appreciate it. And the arms, the way the arms fit on, and there's like, if they're cuffs or if they're the shirt that's underneath or whatever, but the lacing detail that he sculpted into this mm -hmm. is just, and, and that's why I've said many times, this is one of his best sculpts. Um, ever if you ask me cool. so um so i picked can, that up what can you do with the phantom besides organ well and that's the iconic thing and a lot of people say well you need the organ hold another cane and i can see having the organ in front of it but you don't need the organ in front of it, it it's it stands on its own you know the organs there yeah um you're looking through it is, if i mean it, just think how much that would cost like pff, oh forget yeah. about it hey oh. modelers model an organ make an organ some hand so That'd make be cool. yeah. yeah. Jason will put it under his skirt. <laughs> so um that's not gonna go away. So <laughs> hey, if I had pictures, I'd post it. I don't think I do. 
So next thing I bought, we were talking about Etsy. And I found this print on Etsy. And the guy's name is, hold on, I got the card here somewhere. Scott Jackson. Monster Man Graphic. Um, it's www.monstermangraphic.com. But he also has an Etsy site. And, um, you know, I guess he designs whatever, albums, CDs, DVD, mm -hmm. website design, you know, lots of stuff. But he has an Etsy. And I saw this on a King Kong group I'm on. And I don't know if you can see really well, but the Fay Ray likeness in this um, painting is really good. And uh, so I got a print of this. Well, I like that. And um, if you look behind me. It's up there. What'd that set you back? There it is. 20 bucks. The frame costs more. Yeah. Nice. And these are 11 by 17. And um, I've also been getting, those of you that have been paying attention, because nobody really cares what I do, um, that picture's been changing the last few episodes. And I have a bunch of comic book um, covers that are like some of my favorite comic covers of all time. So there's another Etsy place that I discovered there. And those are also 20 bucks. And I'm buying the same frame from Amazon. So it's like $20 frame. But um, yeah, so now I have all these comic covers. And uh, it takes it's a while to get money. because for some reason, well, they don't ship them priority. They ship them. Are um, they making them? Are they printing them on demand? Well, they are like, printing them. Yeah. Printing them is not the problem. So the first two I got from the other Etsy guy came like, or the first one came like quick. And then the post office started to get crazy. This is all they're sending them in as a, as a tube. Yeah. Okay. And this is uh, the other people I get from and um, this gentleman as well. And you'll see if you follow the tracking, it gets stuck at certain centers for like a week and a half. Yeah. And then all I got of a sudden, two things right now stuck somewhere. Yeah. Okay. And then all of a sudden it shows up. So, but um, yeah, I, I just, I really like this print. I really like the painting, whatever it is. Uh, I that looks really I, I like that a lot. I liked it. And by the way, that's what King Kong's supposed to look like. Okay. Same. That and the other thing that does not look that much different than Skull Island Kong. It, really? it doesn't. It doesn't. The other I'll, thing I picked up and a friend of mine, what? I, nothing. I have a King Kong wall over there. I'm gonna why don't you take a picture of that? Yeah, please do. Dude, I hate you. Um I hate you today. <laughs> So, um, he's ornery today, everyone. Yeah, whatever. Put your skirt on and beat me up. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so the other thing I picked up, and a friend of mine online, uh, turned me on to these. Uh, these are Mondo, um, and I don't know if they were posters originally or not. They were, they were that familiar with it, but these are puzzles. And, um, and it says how big they are, but I can't blow that up to see, but, um, they are 20 bucks a piece. And I got, so I originally saw the creature one and I said, that's really cool. So yeah, when I went to the done. website to buy that revenge of the creature, then I saw they had these other three Dracula, the Wolfman and Frankenstein. So I picked up all those. So I got, them. <laughs> so are you going to put them together and frame them or just, I, you know, the creature one, I might, because the creature one for sure is really nice. I like the Frankenstein one. I like them all or I wouldn't yeah. have bought them. So oh. I I collect I have quite a few Mondo posters actually and not a lot 
because they're super expensive and they go up in price really, really, really fast. The Universal Monster ones that have come out are really expensive right now. I mean, some of those are around like I've seen some Mondo posters go as much as like 800 bucks at times. Yeah. Um, I just... And I can't, I, I've spent, I think the most I've spent was like a hundred on something, but I've got a couple Godzilla ones, a couple Lord of the Ring ones. Um, and you have to, I, for anyone wanting to get anything Mondo poster wise, you absolutely have to sign up for their mailing list. They will send out an announcement like the day before. And then you basically have to get in a waiting room online and sit there and keep hitting refresh, 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 and hoping you get what you wanted to buy that day. Um, I've had to do it a couple times, got two Godzilla posters out of it. Didn't get the exact ones I wanted, but it's tough. They're hard to get. And so they go up. I mean, it's tons of resellers that just instantly then go to eBay, which I'm surprised that those puzzles were available so easily. I think they're still available, honestly. Um, And they do pins. And they do records and they do lots of really cool movie stuff. And yeah, definitely check out Mondo. If I mean, I think it's more people my age and younger kind of are more aware of it than some of the older modeler guys. Um, definitely check them out. There's some really cool stuff on yeah. there. That Revenge of the Creature, that's one I may do the whole seal it and frame it thing. Yeah, you should. Because yeah. um, that was really nice. So. Yeah, they're a lot yeah. cheaper than the poster. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Um, yeah, 20 bucks for those. And the last thing I got, my stepdaughter got a puppy. No. Why? The puppy At your house? Been... No, hell no. Okay. <laughs> Not yet. So anyway, um, it's been losing teeth. And I keep telling her, save me the teeth. And she goes, for what? I go, I'll incorporate them into a model sometime. So I have a bag of puppy teeth. Can I have those? Can I... <laughs> For my jars. <laughs> your jars, your puppy teeth jars. Dude, so, oh, totally off topic. I knocked one of my jars over the other day oh, and had a dead baby shark on the floor. It broke. Oh my God. Yeah. At work or at, No, here at home. Oh, did it smell like really bad too? No, because it's just alcohol. Like, so it doesn't smell at all. So did you rejar it? Yeah, I had to go get a new jar. I don't like the jars in now though. Okay. I'll find one. Bitch about the Christmas stuff. <laughs> but you have dead shit in jars. Whatever. I'm a prize, man. I'm a prize. Uh, you sure? <laughs> uh, yeah. Some of the stuff I got this week. It was a uh, miniature extravaganza again over here. Um, the new edition of Blood Bowl came out, and that finally showed up. So if you don't know what Blood Bowl is, it's a game, a board game of football, but played with orcs and trolls and humans and goblins and stuff and so i have the whole new set with new teams and then i bought extra teams so i got a tree man kit and i got and i thought you'd like this one i think it's my favorite team so far this is the whole team it's the necromantic horror bowl team or blood bowl um but two of the characters are like basically frankenstein's monster it's uh flesh golems and guys wearing pumpkins on their head and two werewolves and some ghosts what, in there. What's the name of that team again? Necromantic Horror. But but they're making the Indians change their name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can't get into that. No, I know we can't. Um, but yeah, Dire Chasm came out. Uh, fantastic little miniatures for that, too. So I've been building a lot again, uh, putting magnets and th- stuff. And that kind of leads us into 
the workbench, Scott. Build anything? Yeah. Shame, 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 shame. Uh, I have. I'm still working on my AFM. I'm still looking. Huh? Project. Nah, I'm skipping you because you didn't build anything. Uh, sneak peek. Sloth from the Goonies or some better light. Um, so that's coming out. Uh, and again, I'm not using air. I use an airbrush for one little tiny thing and everything is just hand brush. So there's his arm. So what that. do you find is a good, cause I noticed the little Superman logo in there. And, uh, I imagine brushing a yellow or a red is a pain in the ass. Yes, it is. Um, actually let me pop that light on. Can you see a little better now? Back it up a little bit. There you go. So uh, the paint I was using is I used kind of a combination. Uh, first company is from Creature Caster. They have a line of paints called Pro Acryl. But that's still a little thin. And then I just used the Citadel. This is a really, really good yellow that covers up really well. And same with Citadel's red. They have a red that We'll go over black because I did prime it with black and white. I want to I want to suggest this red to everybody because I know red is a really tough color. Mephiston red. Uh, come on. Anyway, you get the point. Mephiston red covers really, really well. And same with um the base yellows over at a lot of times I'll start with like a golden brown, like this brown. And then do a yellow over it. So like a yellow brown and then a yellow. Um, to kind of do because it is tough. Um, but that I all well, hand painted. It's I didn't mask anything. Brush strokes. It's, yeah, it's it is. Brush strokes, isn't yellow it? Yellow especially. Uh so that's kind of what I'm doing though, is I paint and gla I've been doing a lot of glazing now. So I thin the paint down to where it's almost like I mean, it's completely translucent. It's not like a wash. It's a little different. Um and I just, it's just thin, thin, thin layers. Let it dry, let it dry, let it dry instead of right out of the bottle. Um, it's, which is kind of the thing I've been having a hard time with my last few articles for AFM is I haven't been using an airbrush as much and I've been doing more brush painting and it's hard without video. You can go, anybody go on YouTube and look up glazing miniature paints and glazing techniques. And that's kind of what I've been doing, but to like, it's really hard to demonstrate in still photos. So watching a video of someone do it is a lot easier than trying to figure it out on still pictures. Cause you, it takes me, I spent three hours painting this one arm last night of just little tiny layers and layers of, of different shadows and highlights. And for me, it works a lot better. And I'm also painting it. Like if you see the back end of that arm, it's really dark because that's going to be where the shadow is. Um, I'm doing it more objects source lighting stuff so we'll see um that's what i've been working on i gotta get that done and i don't think i will on time uh but since terry you know was late for this you can wait for mine um that's the workbench i think that's all we got today except for emails and corrections you don't seem excited can't wait we have emails and corrections, Scott. All right. Our first correction. I think this is our, no, maybe our second. 
and it's from Robert Trock. I'm really bad at names, as we found out this episode. So we've been, I've, I've known Robert for a while, and I've always said Trotch, and that's not correct. So my apologies, Robert. It is Robert Trock. And he sent me a pretty long email, and I want to kind of hit on some things that were in there. How long have you known Robert? Well, you know, he's probably been going for years, and I just never Again, met him. one of those group things. Um, so I want to say it was about four or five years ago, the last two Wonderfests that uh, John Tucky was at when I was helping John at his table. Uh, Robert also was helping John. So that's how I met Robert and got to know him better. He tricked two people into helping him? Oh, yeah. The one year he had like four of us. Oh but um, yeah, I have a great... Uh, Robert uh, Trotch, Trock, whatever the hell he wants to be these days. Um, story. <laughs> it is Trock. I will defend so, him. Uh, John had the kid all boxed up, ready to go, and um, they had to add pieces to a couple of them. And he had had them shipped to me so that, you know, because um, his caster, Mike Evans, was running out of time. And it was easier for him to ship them to me and me just drive them down there and we'll put them in the boxes there. So he hands them to Robert and he says, hey, put this in that box, right? So here he hands him the box. That's all sealed up. It's got the box art on it and everything, right? Trotch takes the box cutter and goes right down the box. <laughs> I, said, oh, man. I thought John was going to have a cow. Oh, and I'm God. like, he's like, dude, why don't you just turn the box over and do it from the bottom? And like, Robert just gets this look at his face like, I don't know, you know. <laughs> I'll never forget watching him take that box cutter and go right down the middle. I can just see Tucky losing his mind over that. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he man. was like, yeah. Was, I don't know what Robert was thinking. You know, and it was, uh, uh, but he loved Robert. I know, uh, I know he bought a ton of kits from John. <laughs> Which and, brings uh, me to his email because I think he, he kind of talks yeah. about that. Um, emails and corrections. Here we are. Sorry. It is truck. Uh, first of all, I have to fight the losing battle of correcting the pronunciation of my last name. It's pronounced Trock, a rock with a T in front of it. So if anyone sees him on Facebook now, that's how you say it. I'm going to call him T-Rock. T-Rock. <laughs> Robert T-Rock. Perfect. Okay, now to the rest We're of the... We're going to get him on, by the way. He's, <laughs> we are. He's, in our, he's, he's one of our get-on guests. Which is in this email. I'll talk about that in a second. Okay. Okay, now on to the rest of this illuminating note. I just watched, listened to the newest episode, and while I don't personally know Troy, not sure why, but I guess we never crossed paths for some reason, which again goes to that everyone kind of has their little group and you don't kind of mix for some reason. Uh, Hearing a story was fantastic. The stuff we all have to go through to arrive at this point in our lives. Anyway, the Beatles were and are an all-time great band, and they are influenced musicians from so many different kinds of bands. Just ask Ozzy because he still loves them. The Wiggles are basically just another in an endless line of bands that were heavily influenced by them. Case closed. Case closed. closed. We're done. Case closed. Yep. Wondering when you might actually show or talk about the history of Model Club. After that, after all, that's the name of the channel. I think photos of the entries or men mentioning the winners and losers and maybe even talking about your personal favorites from the three competitions. I think you might have gone a little into why Model Club was started back in an early video, but I don't think there were uh, any details about the entries themselves. You can even talk about Scott's entries. (laughs) Ha! Is what he says. 
Yeah, Scott had no entries. Um, I also thought about the question. I wasn't even allowed there one year. So, <laughs> That's yeah. true. Nice. Well, you you banned yourself, actually. I isolated myself. You did isolate. Um, so he has another paragraph. We'll stop there. So for people who don't know, Model Club came from a contest we were hosting at Wonderfest in the back room. And we did talk about this on an earlier episode. And it was when we were talking about announcing the next, that was the one that got canceled. And that's why we talked about it. So we haven't really done a history of the show. We showed some of Steve's buildups from Model Club. So I absolutely want to have Robert on. And I think we could have him on for part for that episode and do a little mini um, Model Club entry talk about thing as part of his episode. Because um, what we were doing, it was you put $50 in a pot. The most we ever got was what, 13 entries? Something like that? I think so, yeah. And so the winner took all the money outside of what it took to pay for the room. And which is where we run into the problem. We were spending $200 on the room at Wonderfest, and it was taking a lot out of what we are trying to do. And not to sound like I'm complaining about anything, but that's a lot of money to come out of the prize thing. We were offered sponsorships when I didn't want to do that. I wanted to keep it just the modelers. And we're still going to keep trying to do this contest. Uh, I've been holding off on announcing this year's for Wonderfest until we know kind of what's going on. Um, but I definitely want to have a history of the model club contest on there and show everybody's entries. Um, so yeah, Robert, yes, we're going to do that. Uh, I also thought about the question where we, where would the hobby be without Jeff Yeager? Because it's something that has never occurred to me. Possibly someone else might have stepped in to do their own thing, but that would be hard to imagine. But I do know I would have had, I would have a lot less kits. As far as movies go, I've seen all the ones you guys have brought up, but Lost Boys is one I don't care for. I'm pretty meh on that one. If you suddenly came into a lot of money, say you hit Mega Millions and you decided you would produce or your dream kit projects, either for yourself or sell so others could have them too. Regardless, if they lost money or not, what would those projects be? I have a lot of them in my mind, but one I would do, speaking of the golden age of comics, is the entire Justice Society either assembled around the meeting table a la the original cover of All-Star Comics number three as an Alex Ross-style gathering from one of his paintings. That's just one, mind you. Don't even get me started on the kaiju ones floating around in my head. Until next time, Robert Truck. Scott, do you have a dream? What would you do? You have? I think you kind of did your Kong, right? Is that your dream? Kong one? was one of them. Um, there's about three different scenes from that movie I wouldn't mind doing, but... Um, you know... Every time I have a dream kit, somebody, you know, it seems like somebody is starting to do them. So that's, that's cool. You know, we talked about Troy's doing that mummy scene yeah. uh, years ago. I always thought the Frankenstein in the chair, the monster in the chair from the Bride of Frankenstein. And I know Rob Saloni did that. And I think uh, Paul's going to reissue it with a smaller base because it was 28 pounds of resin. Yeah. Um, uh, it's an iconic scene, you know, and, um, so I like that. Oh, off the top of my head. Gee, I don't even know. At this, I, yeah, I, I'd have to it's think. Yeah, yeah, me too. We'd have, we'll get back I mean, to we it. did have the episode where we talked about things. Right, I was going through those. There's some in there that I would like to do. And um, for well, sure. Well, just going that. off his, his email, like his Justice Society. Justice Society. Do you How know many figures would that society? be? I kind of do. Kind of do? I got the flash in there. 
and uh, they have the uh, Golden Age Flash. Oh, is in there. So they're all Golden Age. So it's Golden Age. Superman. Is the guy with the Ankh symbol in that one? Uh, What's his name? You know what I'm talking about? He wears like no. the Roman looking helmet. What's his name? I'm bad at comics. I I will say this though. I I like comic kits based on comics. Um, so this would be cool. Uh, How many figures total would that be? At least I think there's at least six of them. There's Batman, Superman, Doctor Fate. That's who I'm uh, thinking of. Doctor Fate with the onk. Um. Uh, I think Wonder Woman was part of it as well. Um, the Golden Age Flash, the Golden Age Green Lantern. I could be wrong because I'm not. Yeah. I wasn't a big DC guy, but um, you know, those, I think those are some of them. And it was like you know, DC was always confusing because they had different universe. You know, they had Earth One and Earth Two, yeah. and oh, for shit's sake, so. <laughs> are you a DC or Marvel guy? Oh, I was always a Marvel guy. Um, as time went on, I, I accepted DC and uh, <laughs> I accepted, accepted DC. Uh, you know, it's, but given a choice, I, I like the Marvel stuff better. Um, but I can go back now and appreciate the yeah. DC. And, and in the 80s, DC had some really good stuff. Um, New Teen Titans with uh, Marvel Wolfman and George Perez was a fantastic run of comics um, that I really liked a lot. So, yeah, you know, it, it's, you know, the Dark Knight, of course, the Batman, the Dark Knight stuff that, of course, you didn't like. You wanted to go and say that. Remember when I gave that to you to read and you said you didn't like it? I didn't say that. What did you say? I th- I said it was okay. I liked it. It was okay. It's good. It's groundbreaking. So. I'm. I'm sure I, I'm taking your word for that. I am. It's. I thought it was well, well done. There's. No, I had no problems with that. And I read so, it. Um, yeah. So you know, a lot of comic book stuff would be cool. Um, you know, I mean, when I can sit here and say to me, the Aurora Superman is still the best Superman kit that's out there. It's uh, keep waiting. You know, it kind of is. I, I keep waiting. You know, there's a lot of uh, Christopher Reeve Superman out there and no disrespect to christopher reeve and and the movies were what they were at the time they're a little silly but um they were what they were at the time but i want to see a comic book looking superman um the horizon kit's good if you fix the hair on it so i was painting i had a client for a while that all i was doing he would send me a superman every every six weeks i would get a superman kit to do and i god bless him i loved it for the work and but i just i have painted probably every superman kit minus i can think of two that i haven't done but i he would have me take the horizon he would send me horizon he must have went around and bought every horizon superman kit and would just take the head and say put this head on this body and turn it into a superman like i i so many things and i just got sick of painting red yellow and blue over and over and over and so when i'm doing this sloth kit I was like, oh no, not another, not another Superman. And a lot of them were like, I had to car because he would have me convert other superheroes into Superman. So I had to free, I would have to make a stencil and then free paint this, the S on the chest and figure, ugh, and scale it right. It, I'm glad those days are over. I don't like to 
painting for people anymore. Yeah, I had Matt take a um, Horizon, uh, the actual mullet haircut. Yeah. And I had him take the mullet off and re-sculpt the back. And, okay. Uh, yeah, it was, my... it was a lot of stuff like that that I was doing. And I've made castings of it. I can't sell them. No. But um, there's a few of them out there. I get, I give them away. If someone sees it and they want it, I just I cast one up and I give them to the people. Yeah. Just to make the kit better. Um, but I wouldn't feel right making any money off of it or anything like that. It's just, you know, it, it's, yeah. It's a really, I don't even know if it's a gray area, but it's not an area I want to outwardly sell them. No, you could, no. Yeah, anything, I don't think that'd be but, right. We are but, very anti-recast here. And that would be kind right. of recasting, I think. But, um, yeah, but so, I yeah. do, you know, like I said, I, if someone asks for uh if someone ever made a replacement head it's about three guys out there that i've shown it to and they said can i get a casting and I, yeah i'll make you casting and I, i've sent the casting yeah out. and they asked me what do i owe you for and i'm like no i'm not taking any money for it because it's just you know no it's i don't look at it what i'm doing is not taking money out of anyone's pocket because they've already bought the kit okay. right just giving them an option um that's not, yeah. So cool. So that's the mailbag. And that brings us to the end of this episode of 12. 12. Okay. So, yeah, we have that giveaway for the Biolante. Anybody who wants to do that, send us an email to at model club. Or why do I keep saying that? Anyone who wants to give the. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody that would like to receive the Biolante in our raffle, send an email to modelclubtv at gmail.com. You're so much better than the that. The title of Biolante giveaway. And Jason will give you a number and we will have the drawing on the next episode and send that out to you. Uh, yeah, I think the deadline for that will be whenever I record the next episode. There you go. So because we don't know when that's happening, it, I, our goal is to have an episode between Christmas and New Year's. That's the goal. That might not happen, though. So, And um, for those of you that go on the clubhouse, be sure to read Spike's reviews because they crack me up. He's on thin ice, but they crack me up. <laughs> okay? no, I, oh, they're the best. They are the and best. the clubhouse you, was down for a week or so. They were switching servers, but they're back up. And so he posted his review from last week. And... Um, we like the support we're getting there from Trevor and uh, him and uh, just, you know, there's random comments over there as well. So uh, we like the support yeah. we're getting from everyone. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. For us two, like total oh. jackasses. <laughs> to actually have made it to episode 12. Yeah. And uh, again, hit that thumbs up. Yes, please. Um, you got to say smash that like button like all the kids say. Yeah. Or that... Um, and the subscribe down for the two of you that decided to do that last time. <laughs> you know what? Know I'm going to start thumb down in it. Hey, just... We know who you are. No, I think we, we do. Don't. I think we do. Uh, but um, no, everyone is entitled. Hey, if you don't like what I'm we're doing, you, let us know that it's too. Eating we're him okay up. With... It's eating him up. Those two thumbs down. It's not eating. I know. Oh, I have one other nuts and bolts. Uh, oh, great. So... <laughs> I was just ready to sign off. You see everybody? No, this is a uh, future of the podcast kind of thing. Um, YouTube is changing their, the way they monetize videos. So our goal is to stay with YouTube for as long as we can. 
will stay on there probably forever, but they may be putting ads in front of our podcast without our, like without us making money off of it. So if that happens, um, I'll still put them on YouTube, but I also started a rumble channel. Uh, they automatically from the beginning, they don't have the same requirements that YouTube does in terms of viewers and all that stuff. So if they're going to, if people are going to make money off of us, I want to make money. So I'll probably upload stuff on rumble first and then over to YouTube and then people can kind of watch where it is. Um, but I, I don't like that. I don't know. I don't like them making money off us without having a say so. So I, I want to see how that affects us in the future. It might not, they might not put any of those commercials in front of us or even like commercials during, like if they start doing that, I'm not gonna, it's not gonna be fun. So that's where we are. Anyway, anything else you want to add, Scott? Anything else I want to have? No, everyone no. stay safe. Have a happy holiday. Yeah, happy holiday holidays. You, uh, observe. And uh, winter solstice is Monday. That's my holiday. Yeah. Um, are you going to look for the, uh, what is it, Jupiter and Saturn? Um, yep. Same day. So coming um, up. Yeah, I, I saw, I was, a, looking, I was looking in the southwest sky last week and you could see him getting like closer there. Cool. Like, you know, closer. So yeah. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Christmas. Happy Merry Christmas. Solstice, like for people like me. And. We'll see you next time. Episode 13. <gasps> Maybe we should skip 13, like the elevators, and go to 14, and then everyone would ask, where's episode 13? Oh, no, we got to do a 13. So, All right. Everybody have a great holiday. We'll talk to you.